Happy holidays, Real Life Moms community. This time of the year can be so magical, but also so stressful. So as a gift, I have created a free download of three simple techniques to help you calm your nervous system so you can enjoy the holidays. Just click on the link in the show notes and download the video. And now back to our episode. Happy holidays and welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster, and Real Life Moms is a podcast that's all about connecting moms through real parenting conversations. I believe that moms have so much insight and knowledge, and together we are powerful. On this podcast, we give moms a voice to tell their stories and share their expertise and resources through real conversations. And this week, I invited Sarah Kostelnik, a mother of two beautiful kids, founder of Jade Scott Design, an interior design studio based out in Pittsburgh, and the host of Living Element Podcast, where she educates and inspires others to curate a life through the lens of their living spaces. And today we're answering the age-old question of, is Santa real? Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Real Life Moms and happy holidays to you and your family. Yes, same to you. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here and talk about all things Santa. Yeah, topic this time of year. <laughs> it is a big topic. I mean, this this season has like a lot of holidays, right? There's Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Christmas, but yeah, today we're gonna narrow in the guy on the big red suit, Santa, and and <laughs> yes. just how to ask your kid, like if your kid comes to you and says, "Hey, is Santa real?" Because that happens, right, to everyone who celebrates mm-hmm. Christmas. Like, how do you handle that? So maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself before we really dig into the topic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm married. I have two children. They are both under 10. So they're about to turn eight and 10. Um, And so we have one older who's starting to ask questions. And then we have the younger who we're still, you know, playing the playing the uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just if you believe, game, yeah, if you believe, <laughs> then it's true. Those were the words that kept coming out of my mouth. If you believe, then it's true, right? <laughs> oh my God. That's exactly the conversation, how it goes. Yes. Same words. And we celebrate Christmas. We're not, um, uh, we don't really celebrate the religious aspect of Christmas. It's more of just the spirit and the holiday time mm-hmm. in general. I'm more of a like a course in miracles type of spiritualist. So that's kind of my path that we're going to, you know, if we're talking in that term. So, mm-hmm. um, but just the holidays in general and just spending time with each other and what yeah. that really means as a family. I mean, that's really what we're celebrating uh, in our household. Awesome. And and same here, same here. We're not very religious either. I happen to have grown up Jewish and my husband kind of just celebrated Christmas. I'm not really sure what he grew up with, but um, once again, we're also very just spiritual and just into the holidays and just happiness and family time, really. Okay, so you said your older one is about 10 and he's the one that's starting to ask. Is that correct? Yeah, and I would say he has asked previously. um, I'd say maybe the last two Christmases, Um, But it's always been exactly what you said, like, mom, is Santa real? And my response was always the same. Well, what do you think? And, and it was always, well, I think he's real. And I'm like, well, if that's your belief, then that must be true. Because we, Mm -hmm. I mean, we, that's like our message in everything, right? Like what we believe is truth, right? So that's always been my response. And this year was a little different. It was, um, he asked with a preface of, I want the truth. Yeah, <laughs> very serious. <laughs> okay, so it changes because I have to I have to add, 
So my kids are older, right? I have teenagers. Um, so this happened to me a while ago. But there is this feeling of like lying to them, at least for me, there's this feeling of like lying to them when you're saying that and they're kind of really asking and you're like, well, if you believe it, then it's true. And, and that feels okay to a point when they really are asking. And then it's at a point like, am I just lying? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. And, and now I just need to tell them. Yeah. So tell, yeah, tell me. Yeah, absolutely. What because they're, you know, they're at a maturity level that it's, it's not, you know, physically possible for a chubby guy in a red suit to come down the fireplace when they go to bed and the fireplace is on, right? It's hot. Like it's just not happening. <laughs> so yeah. you, that now you're, you're, you don't want to start having them question their own sanity. Like, no, like what <laughs> the questions you're asking are appropriate. You have the, you know, whereabouts and the, you know, the maturity level to understand that, in reality, a lot of these things we tell you are not true. So you don't want to, you know, misguide them. So yes, at, at a certain point, you are essentially just lying. So <laughs> and I think you can tell when they're ready, you know what I mean? And whether it's, you know, the way he said, you know, in all seriousness, I want the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just knew then and I never really knew what I was going to tell them. Um, I never really prepared for it. I just kind of always knew I would know what to say at that moment. Okay, so what did you say? So um, we were in bed. Our, our, one of my favorite times with my kids is tuck-in time. It's like the only time they are fully present with me. You know, otherwise, they've got all these things going on, their social life, their iPad time, whatever, their friends. So tuck-in time is a special time. And that's when he, caught, he did catch me off guard, I will say, because I wasn't prepared for that. But he, you know, started with, I want the truth this year because last year I'm not sure but I think I heard you and dad shuffling around downstairs and I was like well <laughs> and me and my husband lately I mean I don't know about you but like we can't make it past nine o'clock so Christmas Eve is like it's a long haul <laughs> oh no <laughs> trying to right. get them to bed <laughs> totally they have to be asleep and then you're up late and yeah. if you have to build anything that's like the worst oh, right it. yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah forget it um so I just kind of leaned into it. And like I said, I don't, I have picked up things along the way that I've maybe read or heard or, you know, saw a post somewhere about how to tell your kids. And so I've always had these like things in my, you know, that I've ingested that I've never really thought about and put together for myself. So what all I explained to him was, you know, at one point in time, there was a man named St. Nick. And again, I don't really know very many saints and what they all Mm -hmm. were about and what they taught, um, just because I don't have a very strong religious background. But I just shared there was a man named St. Nick. And he really believed that all children, regardless of, you know, their situation, their family status, their financial status, he believed that every child deserves to feel special. And even if that's just one day a year, that was his, you know, that was his joy in life was to bring that joy to a child every single day, or at least one day out of the year. And, um, you know, I think I went on a little bit more with, you know, a little bit more of a storyline to just kind of make it a story. And his first response to me was, thank you for being honest. And thank you for not just saying, no, he's not real. I think he appreciated yeah. and that's my son. He loves a good story, right? You know, mm -hmm. he's very curious in that sense. But he was so sweet about just if you would have told me, no, Santa's not real, I think I would have been disappointed. 
But now that I know, like, there's a real story behind it, like, there's an essence of Santa Claus, he was like, it's pretty cool, you know? And then we went on to, well, you can't really, you know, make sure, you know, your sister needs to find out when she's ready, you know? Nobody likes to have that spoiled. Like, I'm sure there Mm -hmm. are friends at school that are probably starting to say things and you're questioning, like, well, I still believe, but do I believe, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So it was important that, you know, you got to let your sister, when she's ready to ask, you know, we could share this information because there's this fear that they like get into a sibling argument. And then he's like, well, Santa's not real. Like, I really hope (laughs) that's not the case, you know, Um, because I think that happens a little too frequently. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a really sweet and tender moment. And I like I said, I really kind of flew by the seat of my pants. But, you know, that's a story that I picked up along the way that just felt right. And it's what he needed to hear. And he appreciated the story, whether it has real truth to it or not, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's funny you say this because that was kind of the same story I told my daughter. Now, once again, we seem to be very similar. Like, I don't have a religious background in this at all. Mm -hmm. I must have heard somewhere that St. Nick also is this, you know, really generous person who loved to give gifts to kids. And, you know, parents kind of continued that tradition is what I was telling my daughter when she asked. And then the one thing I added that was really important for my daughter was that, you know, when you know now you get to start giving as well. So now you get to actually do the gifts for your brother. So for her, so she was like thrilled because we did the elves. Now, do you do those elves in the house that move around magically? That could yes, actually- unfortunately. I, <laughs> they can like kill a parent. Oh my God, those things are uh. like, so high maintenance because you kind of have to move them every day. And if you don't move them, then they wonder if they're uh, bad. Yes. Yes. And God bless my husband because he he's the first one up in the morning. So it's been his job. But he last year we had a few moments where we forgot to move the elf. Oh. But so far this year, our elf comes on Thanksgiving. So it's like a whole month of elfness, you know? Yeah, it's a long <laughs> I elf. don't know. I mean, it's a long one. Um, but he, thankfully, he's very um, good about moving the elf and I don't have to worry about it. But mm-hmm. last year, I wasn't so on top of it. <laughs> and and here's, here's the good thing for parents listening. What I did was I gave the elf to my daughter. So once she knew, she was in charge of the elf. <gasps> oh. It's brilliant, right? Because you don't you have know to what? do it. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's, that is brilliant. Because my son came up, he asked, he was like, can I move, can I hide? our elf name our elf's name is pete he's like can i hide pete and i was like um i kind of questioned it because i'm like i don't i don't know i didn't know how involved he should be but now that you're saying that it's oh no no first of all now he gets to continue the traditions because he knows and Mm -hmm. you no longer have to wake up at like 4 a.m to move this elf right (laughs) and i don't know about you but our elves seem to have grown we have like parker is one and then jingle is the other they have like a I think they have oh. a reindeer. Everybody's moving. It's like it's oh, like a whole wow. family. Yeah. yeah. So yes, I know some families that each child has an elf, and I'm like, oh man, that's a lot. No, we have one family elf. That's it. But okay. I love this idea of of having my son in charge of the elf. Yeah, that's great. Yes, yes. So that that is something I think is good, and I, I like that she was able to take it over. My son, on the other hand, now is also older. And he was interesting because he was kind of afraid to ask, you know, like he came into the room after Christmas, like, um, I think it was either night of Christmas or the next morning or something. And he was like, so I kind of have a question. Um, 
Uh, no, forget it. And like would walk out and it was really funny. And I knew the question, but my husband mm-hmm. happens to be, I think he is Santa Claus. I'll be honest. I think the man <laughs> is Santa Claus in another lifetime because he was devastated. A, when my daughter was asking and found out he was more hurt by it than she was. She was like, Oh, okay. You know, but he was like, Oh my yeah. God, she knows, but we have one more kid. So it's okay. And yeah. My son, you know, being the last one, and my husband was in the room, so I was kind of waiting for him to catch on and be like, okay, come on, come on, you could do this. And he didn't. And then finally, I had to, like, break it because everyone was struggling. And I said, do you want to know if Santa's real? And he's like, yes. And I was like, okay, here's the story, you know. And so Mm. we did the whole story again. And But he took it Mm -hmm. much better. And then we had to comfort my husband. So I don't know if you have anything add for husbands that were traumatized yeah, because well, now all the kids know yeah that's funny that's funny no it's kind of opposite I actually was feeling bad because my son kind of got me alone and I was feeling like hmm I hope my husband's not disappointed because we had never talked about it like what do we do like what's the story like what are we going to tell them we never had the conversation about it and um so I was like, I hope you're okay with it. Like I told him, you know what I mean? So that was my reaction to him not being there when it happened. And was my story okay? And my husband, he's, my husband's like, anything goes. I mean, he is like the most chill guy on the planet. Like he's like, yeah, sounds great, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but it's funny. I'm like, I still would like you to have like a conversation with him, but he won't like, he won't because he likes to still tease the kids. Like, yeah, you know, keep Santa alive. Um, What do you mean Santa's not real? Like that's kind of his playful part in, in the whole story. So yeah, so yeah. You know, that it was more me probably than him, you know, that he wasn't there and he didn't get to experience it. And I hope that's okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's good. At least yours, your husband yeah. isn't traumatized like, like mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, do your kids still believe in some of the others, like the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny or any of those? Or is Santa well, the last? Yeah, well, they did believe. Well, they. my daughter still does. Um, but with the question regarding Santa, that now everything else is uh, truth be told. You know, the Easter Bunny, same story, same with the Tooth Fairy. So he gets it now. That's all kind of one in the same story. Um, right. But we haven't really had like a in-depth conversation about those two, interestingly. I don't think, I think they just are like, they get it now. Like, yeah, it's your parents, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Not, there's no, like, I, I hope they don't ask me because I don't think I have a story prepared for, like, the Easter Bunny or Tooth Fairy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Sam. How about like, you? Have you shared? Yeah, yeah so it's interesting because they learned about the other ones um, earlier on. Like, the Easter Bunny, once again, we don't really celebrate that. We were just over someone's house and the Easter bunny was putting out the eggs and my daughter actually saw her uncle Steve put out the eggs, you know, and she's mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. that is not the Easter bunny, you know? So, <laughs> so that was ruined pretty quick, but it's interesting how they don't like, even if they found out about one, they don't question others. Like my daughter yeah. found out um, also about the tooth fairy. Now, granted she was getting older I had forgotten. I did a bad mom move. I have to say, this is going to go up there. I'm going to say it out loud, but but I forgot to put the money under her pillow one day, mm-hmm. and she was older. I mean, it had been going on for a while, and my kids lose teeth late in life, so this is like you know at the point where you're like, okay, don't you know already, right? 
so mm. I forgot. I fell asleep. Whatever. She's like, huh, the tooth fairy. And looks at me. Didn't put money <laughs> under my pillow. And I look at her and I'm like, all right, gigs up. I am the tooth fairy. <laughs> and then wait, I went one step further. It's bad. I'm going to put it out there. I'm like, I will give you 20 bucks if you don't tell your brother. <laughs> Because he was still still very young. So he was, you know, he was just losing teeth, right? And so I was like, just don't tell your brother. She was like, 20 bucks? Okay. I'm like, and that's what I did. I was like, here's for all the other teeth that you will lose. But still, they did not question Santa at all. Like, as if, like, these other fairies are definitely not real. But Santa is, you know? So it's so interesting how that one seems to linger on. But yeah, so hopefully... you'll do a better job than I did with the other two. (laughs) No, that's great. And hey, I love that you're honest about it. I mean, I think I've definitely almost, almost forgot. And luckily, I I think I remember. So I remember, okay. So the first year my daughter lost, she lost her first tooth on Christmas Eve. And it was like a joke that the the tooth fairy and Santa would be like running into each other that night. So uh-huh. that was the first time she lost. And that was, two, I think, two, two Christmases ago. And then I think the closest I came to forgetting was um, I did not slip the money. I think I fell asleep. And luckily, when I went in to wake her up in the morning, I remembered and slid it under her pillow. I was like, hey, it's time to get up. Anything from the tooth fairy? You know, oh. like, so I, 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 I saved myself very, you know, very swiftly. But <laughs> I, have, I have done that before, too, actually. I, I pretended it fell. And I was like, oh, no, it's right here under your bed. It must have fallen. <laughs> so, yes. And, are, the, like, and the tricky thing is when they move their tooth, you know, Ooh. when you tuck them in, you know where the tooth is, but then like oh. they'll move it sometimes. It's like, oh, and then you're like wiggling your hand. You're like, where's the tooth? <laughs> Can't find the tooth. Once in a while, we left it there. We did leave it there because mm. my daughter didn't mm-hmm. wanted to keep it. So she was debating. I was like, well, maybe oh. you can write a note and leave this, ask the tooth fairy to keep it there, you know, oh, which made okay. it easier for us because I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have been able to like slip money and find the tooth, I'll be honest. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's a great, that's a great piece of advice for, for others listening. How do you handle the tooth to just, say, <laughs> let's keep the teeth. Let's keep them. Yeah. <laughs> and actually they disintegrate. Did you know this? I put it in a box, looked like later they, they're gone. They're like disintegrated. Oh. They did not save. So I don't know. Unless no, it's just her. I threw them all away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where do I put the teeth? That's kind of creepy. So I don't gross. know. So well, they dis- they dissolve anyway. So there you go. You, oh, you did a good, good job. To know. Yeah, good, to, good know. to know. I'm trying to bring a little bit more meaning to the holidays for my family. So tell me your favorite holiday tradition. Oh, favorite. Okay, so Christmas Eve is just our time together. It's the four of us. Um, we a few years ago decided we're not doing, you know all the things running around. So we usually make a really nice meal. Um, my family loves when I make lasagna. Well, probably mm. more my husband loves it than my kids. They're still like, you know, they're, they're getting older. So they're appreciating food more, but you know, they're still like, oh, lasagna. But it's me and my husband's favorite meal. So I'll usually make a nice lasagna. And we always purchase a family gift every year. Um, and that's something, sometimes it's like the form of a game or some way we can spend time together. Um, so we open a family gift and then I give each of my kids, um, a gift of pajamas Mm. and a holiday book. 
um, which is getting a little more challenging because the books, as they get older, you know, there's not that many that are relatable to them, or at least I haven't found, we'll say that. I mean, the, the small children's books or the picture books were much easier when they were smaller, but they get a pair of matching Christmas pajamas and a holiday book. And we decide to either play the game that we just opened or we read the books and then it's Christmas movies and the fireplace. And there's just something so magical, magical about just, I'm sure you, I don't know, you know, the tree and mm -hmm. the lights and the candles and just the coziness. I mean, to me, that is the essence of the holiday and Christmas Eve and morning, mm -hmm. um, just that intimate time together so that is that is my favorite part of Christmas yeah coziness on Christmas Eve yeah yeah I love that I love that because it is a lot of hustle and bustle and trying to get together with people and yeah just getting things ready I love that slowness that you guys created to be with your family mm -hmm. that's amazing that's amazing yeah so I'm gonna think yeah, about, about that you? what's yours one year we actually built a gingerbread house and as much as that sounds kind of like, you know, not that big of a deal, we made it a theme. So it was um, the elf. We love elf, the movie. And mm -hmm. so we watched elf, the movie, put the fireplace on and we got all this like candy and stuff. And we actually made the elf, you know, the guy and we made all the different yeah. things from the movie and we put it together. And that was our gingerbread house and it was just fun because we were oh. all together watching the movie trying to create and everybody's pretty creative in my house so it was mm -hmm. really fun to try to you know make these little snowman and all this stuff out of like marshmallows and candy and stuff like that so I think we're gonna mm. um bring that back too because that was that was really I fun. like that so you could add it to your pajama cozy night yeah yeah and I like the idea of introducing something maybe new or different each year, because I think what we try to do is all the things, right? Yeah. We try to do all the holiday events. We try to do the making cookies, the gingerbread house, and then just maybe like picking, like you said, one theme this year. What do, what do we want to do together this year? And, and that be it. And that be enough. And that be okay. Right. Yeah. We don't have to do all the things. So I love that message too, of just pick one, pick one or two. Doesn't have to be all of them. Yeah, I love that. And making things more simple, because I like the way you said cozy, making it more simple yeah. and just really that family unit to kind of connect. I love that, too. And one thing I think is, I want to mention, too, is about the gifts themselves. Mm. One thing we do, and we have always done this, and actually, I didn't really do this intentionally. I just kind of just started doing it. But any like high ticket, expensive gift my kids have gotten for Christmas has always come from us my husband and I, it's never come from Santa because I think a lot of times, you know, not every child's situation is, you know, not every kid's going to get a PlayStation or not every kid's going to get an iPhone. And just knowing that like, well, why didn't Santa get me that, you know, I mm -hmm. think it's helpful for parents to maybe take some ownership in that a little bit. Like this is a gift from us, you know, your parent, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like that's worth sharing because I think that's an important message for kids um, and other families, you know, yeah. so maybe. And I have to say thank you so much because I have to say like not growing up with Christmas, right? My husband, I kind of let him take the lead because he grew up with it and I just figured he knew how to do it. All our big items, like the gift that the kid wanted, always from mm -hmm. Santa, always from Santa. Mm -hmm. And I hated that I was resentful of Santa. <laughs> I was because <laughs> I was giving like underwear, socks and things they needed that I just was pushing into the Christmas because I was like, they need it anyway. Yes. Let's make it a gift, right? 
Yeah. And and the bouncy castle outside was from Santa. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I gave them underwear. Santa gave him a bouncy castle. And I just felt so, I'm going to be honest. I'm very honest. I'm going to, I felt resentful. I felt resentful of Santa. Absolutely. And and when my kids found out about Santa, I was so happy because now those special gifts that I actually really wanted to give, like the cell phone, um, was from us, you know, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because of people like myself. (laughs) If I would have listened to this podcast, I would have turned to my husband and said, that's not what people do. And (laughs) I didn't have that background. So thank you. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it felt like an important point to make because, you know, my kids, you know, they're, they're not, we're not in a very wealthy part of town, you know, it's, but we are fortunate enough to be able to buy them those, those top gifts that they want and, Mm -hmm. but not everyone in their class is. And so that, that was just top of mind for me, um, you know, and I just yeah. felt the need to share. So No, I right. think it's uh, an amazing point, and I, I do thank you for that. Well, thank you for talking to me about that, just the holidays yeah. and sharing your insights and your story about Santa. And I just Absolutely. Hope, yeah, and I hope you and your family have just a happy holiday and enjoy your Christmas Eve with your lasagna alone yes. and your, with your family. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Same to you. Thank, this was this was fun and such a treat to to be able to talk about Santa a little more openly. So, got one more kid to go, and we'll be on our way. So, but regardless, the essence of Santa is real. It's it's all in the joy and the comfort. So, yes, thank you. yes. If you believe, it is true. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it helps you when your kids ask about is Santa real or the tooth fairy. And I'm wishing you all. A happy 